glad you're joining us today for RC Teacher Talk, a podcast focused on amplifying the educator's superpowers in Royce City ISD. Listen as Angela Arledge and Lisa Pogue chat with teachers. It's time for a bonus, a bonus episode that is. I'm Lisa Pogue and I'm here with my co-host Angela Arledge and we are coming to you live from TCEA in Dallas. We wanted to bring you a very raw and organic episode, no editing, right from the halls of TCEA. For those that don't know about TCEA, it is the Texas Computer Education Association. And let's see, I was fortunate to start coming to TCEA when I was the um, gifted and talented teacher in Roy City ISD. So I think I got to go two or three years there, and then this is my third year as an instructional coach, and I've been able to come. So Angela, I think you might have been attending a little bit longer than me. <laughs> yes. So um, first of all, TCA is it's such a unique place because so many different profession, I guess not really a profession is the word, I guess, um, job titles yeah, attend. Different roles. Yes, different roles. Kind of. Absolutely. There's administrators here and uh, superintendents and coaches and teachers and librarians and just everybody. So I love that about it. And it's not just necessarily about like technology and computers. It's also about, you know, meaningful, uh, best teaching practices and, and things like that. So, yeah. And I like that even sometimes some of the people that are like out like in ed tech, as far as not in a public school come, you know, people that have a business in ed tech technology, like they come to learn about best practices, not just seller products. Yes, yes. And one of the cool things too that TCA offers is a vendor hall where like all the the vendors show up and oh my gosh, it's like this huge massive room. You can go in, get some cool swag. Heather Russell really racked up this year. (laughs) I I guess I don't have as a a good of a charming personality as her. Um, She came with a hall. (laughs) But it's definitely a unique experience and I have been very fortunate because I came to TCEA my first year of teaching. So just kind of a little bit about my background, I have a business degree. um, So I didn't really take any education courses, but then I went back to get my teaching certificate. That's where I had more of the education courses. Um, But in CTE classes, uh, you don't have curriculum. So you kind of have to fend for yourself. And so that first year, of course, you're super overwhelmed as a new teacher. But then I was like, where do I go for curriculum yeah, and things? How do I learn? Yeah, exactly. And so um, I remember sitting down with my uh, career and tech director back then, Kathy Gall. She's just precious. Still love her and have uh, talked to her regularly. And um, we sat down and looked at. I guess, professional learning for me to be able to learn about this new content that I was entering into. And we found TCEA. And I'm telling you, I would not have survived that first year without TCEA. (laughs) I walked into a presentation where the lady literally gave me all of her lessons for the classes that she taught, like we were teaching the same class. That's awesome. And And I do love that people are willing to share their free stuff here. (laughs) You know, like they're not trying to sell it to teachers. Exactly. Oh, let me share this. Let me share that. Yeah. Yeah. And so it's, it's a really neat, unique experience because 
educators, I mean, we, we're all in it for the kids. And so we want to, we want to see others do well. And so, yeah, like you said, we're just all about sharing and this is a great way of connecting and doing that. So, um, since then I've just been kind of coming, um, here and there, we might've missed a year. I think we, last year was virtual, right? Yes. Yes. Um, and then the year before we missed with COVID. So, you know, just kind of, kind of on and off since then. Um, but after I had, I think maybe one or two years under my feet, I decided, Hey, I think I could maybe do this presenting thing and share my knowledge. And so I took a leap of faith and presented and, um, I, I loved it. I enjoyed it. And uh, this week, you and the other IDC coaches at our district presented a couple of times. So yes, tell us about that experience. Um, well, first, I want to ask you a question. So what did yeah. you present on the very first time? I, You know what? I presented on pretty much what that lady helped me with. <laughs> and so like in my session title or like description, I said, you will walk away with lessons because I knew that that helped me so much. Mm -hmm. And I wanted to help so many other people because like I said, there's just not a lot of curriculum out there for people. Right. And so I, I like made a shareable link. And honestly, back then we weren't using Google Drive. So I really think I made some flash drives <laughs> and handed out the flash drives to people. But so many people were were so no appreciative. No or QR codes, right? <laughs> Just like I was back then. So yeah. it was it was really awesome. That's funny. Um, well, yeah. So the other two instructional design coaches and I presented uh, two sessions this uh, visit to TCEA. And like you mentioned earlier, you know, it's not really just about technology. And so our discussions and coaching, and we had pretty much a full house both times, were about, you know, good coaching practices. Mm -hmm. And we did it in the format of a roundtable discussion, which I've never done before. Mm -hmm. And so we really tried to get um, audience participation, answer their questions, make it more like a conversation. And it went over really well. Our first session was just, we called it Real Talk because we have, uh, I, this is my third year as a coach, then we have someone that's our second year as a coach, and then we have someone as a first year coach. So we kind of had the different, different perspective, experiences. Different yeah, experiences. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and we have like our top 10 tips and let mm -hmm. people ask questions about it. And then the next day we presented on just building relationships. And that's just so important when you're a coach to have those relationships with people. And so we talked about the three different relationships that are kind of the most important to our job, which are building relationships, obviously with the teachers that you coach, but then also the whole staff, mm -hmm. because you might not coach everyone every year individually. And then um, the relationships with your administration. Yeah. And so um, we had, you know, let people ask questions, add feedback. We had some funny questions that we were like, oh, is that really a question? Do they really want to know that? But um, Well, and tell, tell our listeners about like how you went about doing that, because I really love how y'all did like that collaborative Google Doc? We had a Google slide presentation that we shared out with them and gave them editing access and we kind of put our topics on them and we just let them ask questions. We kind of did a little intro, uh, told about ourselves and then kind of gave a snippet of what we meant by that top 10 and then people just started typing in questions and we were able to, like one of the questions, um, if we knew that it pertained to one of our co-workers then we would say hey that's a really good question for you mm -hmm. i know that's like the funny question was um 
what do you do about romantic relationships between your staff? <laughs> Which, and- by the way, Heather Russell and I attended that session to, you know, support our our, our friends. And uh, Lisa looked at me so awkward up there on stage because she thought Heather and I were joking with her and typed that question in. Yeah, I was kind of waiting for a gig, like they would like kind of smirk or something like that. But they did it and Angela's eyes got real big like, oh my gosh. But the cool thing about that is... Uh, Shelly Holmes, our first year coach, actually met her current husband at the school where they uh, taught together. And so now they're married. And so she was able to, you know, like it it does work. It can happen. Um, And I just said, you know, that's really an admin issue. That's not anything that, you know, we get involved in. I don't care who your romantic relationships are. You know, we have a married, at least one married couple at our campus that I can think of I know the Macaulay's are married and then we have some other you know obviously two teacher families um at different schools so um there has to be more to the story but they didn't (laughs) elaborate on it yeah that was funny but one of the things about that google doc that I love so much is um because we did attend your session and see like how y'all uh did that and as one person was answering it, another person was typing that into the Google Doc. And so when you finished your roundtable discussion, your attendees left with that document, uh, with your with the questions and answers all on there. So I thought that was really, really great. Yeah, and we plan to go back and like add some resources and even things that other people added, we were able to put on that chart, like if they gave a resource, um, so that was that was a good way and you know shout out to heather as we were talking through like how should we do this she kind of had the idea and we ran with it um so i just think that it did work out really well and i like the format of the roundtable discussion because i feel like people really leave with what they wanted out of it and you know what they needed Um, But enough about our presenting. Oh, you had a really cool experience, which I think you've done for a few years, where our Chrome Squad, the kids got to come present, which was, and I was the volunteer for that session, checking people in, and y'all were full so quickly. People (laughs) wanted to hear what you guys had to say. So tell our listeners a little bit more about that. Yeah, that that was a really, really neat experience. And like you said, it was a packed room, which makes it exciting because people want to hear um, the good things that our organization is doing. Um, Many, many people want to implement something similar to that on their campus. And we are very willing to reach out and to help and love helping and hearing, you know, how other people do things and because it is very different for between districts and and the campus needs and stuff. But let me just tell you, it was so much fun presenting with those students. I just actually Heather and I last night before we went to bed she was we were kind of talking about it because her uh, middle school her kids too yeah her middle school kids actually came and presented as well and we were just talking about like like how how full our heart was and like just seeing those kids up there and representing our district and our organization and like and this is uh, sounds so cheesy, but there were a couple of moments when they were presenting that I really kind of got teary-eyed and just, I guess, just so proud of them. Um, they were so knowledgeable on the content. They brought that student perspective um, 
which I think that the audience and the attendees really, really enjoyed. They could ask, you know, very specific questions to the kids. And um, so it went over really well. And then after we got through presenting, they were all gung-ho about it. They were like, Miss Arledge, why didn't you book us like three or four sessions to present at? (laughs) Yeah, and they were very... Very professional, um, you know, it was very, you know, because I was the volunteer, so I was kind of in, you know, the back, and they just, it did make you proud of what they knew, and gosh, think about what they're going to take out into the world yes. because of that experience, and it also, I think, shows districts what students can do, like yes. actually in one of my graduate school classes, they were talking about funding and tech, and I had made the comment something about in my thing, well, you know, the Chrome Squad could do this. And someone was like, I've never heard of Chrome Squads. And so then I had to, you know, respond as to like, you know, what it is. Yes. And, you know, I was like, we, they do consulting if your district is interested <laughs> in something like that. But I love that they were able to tell their story. And you could kind of just see a different, um, I don't know the right word, but like look on their face when they were just walking through the, ex, you know, yes. walking through the, the building, the convention hall and, you know, being up there, they just had this real pride to them yes. and it was cool. Yes. Yes. And we got lots of compliments on our shirts. Yes. Yes. <laughs> yeah. So that was just, that was a really neat experience. Um, and I'm glad that we had the opportunity to be able to do that. Um, and hopefully we'll continue. And next year, apparently I'm going to have to book more sessions because yes. <laughs> we, we just ran out of space and they enjoyed it so much. So, um, I think you could definitely definitely do a panel discussion or roundtable discussion yes. and let people just ask questions, ask questions of the kids or um, because I know that a lot of people want to hear yeah. from the kids and they want to hear the information. The information was great because you guys do so much, but I think you could definitely fill people's buckets of what mm-hmm. they want by letting them, you know, ask well, questions. And that's the other thing about TCA. They, they adopt, they've adopted so much over the years. So like, for instance, you, uh, y'all presented with a round table discussion. Mm-hmm. We had just a like formal presentation with the slides and the kids stand up, stood up there and that's how ours was. But then Heather and her group did what was called a poster session. So it was multiple poster sessions all in one room and people would just kind Kind of walk in, walk out, walk up to the poster, which the kids were there and ask questions. So there were a lot of different options um, to kind of cater to really all of our different learning styles and, and what we needed. Yeah, there was even, and I don't really, I still don't quite understand the difference and maybe next year I need to read the description better, but there was um, a panel discussion compared to our round table discussion and i'm not really sure that the room setup was different and maybe that was it because our people were at round tables we weren't at round tables with them but then when i attended a panel discussion they had they were in straight lines not Mm -hmm. round tables but i don't know really if there was supposed to be a difference in the way you delivered the information um but so yeah lots of different ways for people to learn based on what they need well one thing about tca too is in every session i feel like you learn something and take something away which also can be kind of an overwhelming process yes because you have so much like going on in your head that you want to take back and implement and different things so what is your like one profound takeaway so far that you have learned at tca this year lisa Oh, one. Just one. That's hard. (laughs) Okay, I'm going to have to give you two. Okay, Okay. so 
Um, one um, session that I really attended that I enjoyed a lot was on Jeannie Lee, and she gave a lot of ideas of things that teachers could do. And one that I really thought was cool was making digital like word walls or anchor charts so that kids always had that information with them. And I thought that's really would be great at our school for people that travel, you know, they're floating teachers, I guess. Oh, um, that's a great idea. And she had a lot, just a lot of, you know, like you were saying, those things that you could take back, a whole lot of templates that I feel like I could share with my teachers and showed me um, a lot more about what Genially could do and how we could have the kids do it. I've played around with it and I like it and I know you've made some projects mm -hmm. and stuff with it. It's a lot of fun, um, but just seeing a lot more examples of what kids could do with it and yeah. how teachers could use it, I thought that was helpful. Um, and then I did attend a couple of other sessions on coaching and it really just reiterated that we're doing the right things. Mm -hmm. um, and even though you take bits and pieces of things that they do, one teacher said, if you or one of the coaches gave them an example of if you have a teacher that you're having a difficult time building a relationship with, or you can tell that they're not sure if they want to work with you, to uh, make time to talk to them for 10 days for two minutes and to make that conscious effort. And then another person in the um, audience said, well, they don't really, I don't know if it's because they're not on the same campus all the time or what, which it was, but she said she does two visits at 10 minutes each. So I guess that making time to talk with someone for 20 minutes, however you want to do it, um, seems to be the point, I guess, that people are like, okay, they're not so bad. Yeah. So I'd never heard it broken down like that. I'd always heard about the importance of, you know, building relationships mm -hmm. and, you know, checking in on people. Um, it was funny in our presentation, someone said, well, teachers are smart. They know if you're, you know, like faking it, how do you come across? And I'm like, well, I'm really, we're really not faking it. Like yeah. I really do care about the teachers and want to build relationships with them. It's not, that I'm pretending to like you mm -hmm. or pretending to be interested in what you're doing. I mean, honestly, if it was as much as I'm passionate about teaching and learning, if I could just be a friend to everybody on the campus, that would be okay with me. Mm -hmm. And I know that's not my job and I can't do that, <laughs> but it, there wasn't any faking, you know, right. to it. So, um, th those were two things that, you know, stood out to me. Mm -hmm. um, I think that I'll bring away and actually do something with, um, what about you? Well, um, one of the things that I, uh, one, I tried to attend as many sessions as I could about like professional learning, because that is, you know, I do provide the professional learning for our campus. Uh, we tag team that together. And so I just wanted to make that better for teachers. You know, we, we talk about differentiating instruction for students and all of these different things, making it engaging. But I feel like our professional learning for teachers is lacking in that area. Um, and so how do we make that change? How do we make that adjustment? And so many of the sessions that I attend talked about like using the blended learning um, where you you meet with with the teachers as well as meet outside or do things outside um, and that also helps them to go back and like because I feel like a lot of times in professional learning opportunities we sit we learn we go we never look at it again 
And so by having that blended learning, um, it allows for those teachers to kind of continue to touch on it. So um, as I was sitting there in that session, I was already creating a blended learning thing. And I actually piggybacked this off of Heather's idea for um, just branding your classroom and using Canva. So I cannot wait to bring that back to the campus. Um, and one of the things that I learned too is like reaching out to teachers, like because they're all so busy. And a topic that you feel like they might be interested in, so for instance, the branding and stuff, like really reaching out and offering um, like a, hey, will you attend to those teachers that I know are creative or that would, you know, really, I guess, uh, value something like that. So, and another thing that might work with that, like a teacher's like, what does that mean? Is maybe ask a teacher, just one teacher, if they would be like your guinea pig, you know, and yeah. willing to like, okay, let's work together and let's brand your classroom. And then yeah. that way you have that to share with other people. Yeah. Like here's an example of what you, what we did, what you, you did know, for, yeah. for Miss Westbrook's class, you know, yeah. look how it worked. And, you know, I think it would help the kids, um, make those, again, those connections to the teachers and, um, who they are and who, what that class is supposed to be yeah. about. So I really like that idea. That's yeah. a good idea. Yeah. Um, I, I like the learning about professional learning too and different yeah. things that people do. And I am very passionate about if we expect our educators to deliver instruction in an innovative way, which by the way, I did attend a session on the differences in generations and how they learn. Um, and these kids learn way different than we did just based on what they've been exposed to technology wise. Um, but if we really expect them to do that, if that's really what we mean when we say it, then we've got to deliver the content in the way that we want them to deliver it. Right. Um, and if we don't, then we're not saying, we're not acting out what we say. Right, so right. We say that. Right. We're not modeling well. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We're, we're just yes. talking out of one side of our mouth and doing actions yes. out of the other, and that's not really good. Yes. Well, I mean, we, like we said, we've learned so much and taken away so much, but. TCA isn't just all about learning. You know, we we mentioned probably in every single podcast about uh, capturing kids' hearts. Well, I feel like we also have to do that with like our team and stuff too mm -hmm. and building those uh, connections with our teammates. And I think that TCA is a great opportunity to do that. So we like to have a little fun. <laughs> um, so Lisa, tell our listeners about like, the, just the nightlife and what we get to do outside of the learning that goes on at TCEA. Well, in the past, we've traveled to TCEA. It's usually in Austin, which is about a three and a half, four hour drive from Dallas, depending on how fast you drive and what time of day you leave. Um, but this year, it was actually kind of in our back door, just a, you know, an hour away in Dallas. And so um, that doesn't qualify for being able to spend the night in a hotel because it's too close to home. But we're kind of country people and didn't want to drive the traffic. We, you know, we each live, how far away from work do you live, Angela? Oh gosh, like I can drop off all three kids and be at work in probably 20 minutes. Yeah, and I can get to work in 15. So yeah. we're not used to rush hour traffic. Um, and so we decided, you know what, we're gonna stay down, let's stay downtown. Let's stay near the convention center. And we got us an Airbnb. And <laughs> so it's in like a, actually a historic, that was a historic warehouse at one time and 
their warehouse apartments. And so that it's been really fun. I think it absolutely. Is, yeah. Um, and it has so much character yeah. and it's literally right across the street. Yes. A quick, easy <laughs> walk. Um, and so we spent a lot of time chit-chatting and laughing and hanging out in our pajamas and that's talking about family life you know it's not just all about work yeah absolutely (laughs) you know and we're at different stages in parenting and so you know talking about things like that and laughing and even sending messages to your family group (laughs) (laughs) and hearing about your sister's baby and you know all of those kind of things so um and then on top of that, on top of just the fun we had here, we got to go to lunch with some of our other, you know, colleagues that came. So our other, you know, all the coaches came, all the innovative learning specialists came, our boss, Cody Holt was here. We have our adopted friend, Scott, and you know, <laughs> we, you know, got to have some lunch and what, you know, eating lunch out is a privilege mm-hmm. for teachers, yes. it's a treat, something we don't get to do very often. Um, we took full advantage of that. Yes, we, we did. And, you know, I was like, I'm going to be good because I'm going to the doctor on Friday, but I don't know. I may have to drink a bunch of water today. Um, <laughs> but so it wasn't about just the fun things we did during the day. We had some pretty good fun at night being able to walk around mm-hmm. um, and be city people. And the weather has been so oh, nice. Yeah, the weather's been super nice. Yes. But we got to live the city life that we don't do. So why don't you tell our listeners a little bit about what we did when we went out at night. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so, party animals that we are. <laughs> I'm telling you, I don't know how we got ourselves in this predicament of our experiences last night. So we went out um, to this really neat place. Um, they had very, very fresh food. It was delicious. And here I am, you know, being the sweets person. I'm like already before dinner is even over searching <laughs> on my phone for ice cream shops. And there's just really nothing around Um, And so we ask our waitress, we're like, hey, do you know any good ice cream places? And she recommended, she was like, oh, I've got a great place for y'all. You've got to go to this place called The National and go up to the 48th floor. 49th. 49th floor, which was, what was the? The Monarch. The Monarch, okay. So go to the Monarch and um, ask for Mike. No (laughs) idea who Mike is, but. I never met Mike. (laughs) Get get you a dessert, get you, you know, whatever you want. And so we're like, okay. And And you get a big view of downtown. Yeah. It sounded really cool. Yeah. And we're like, why not? It's our last night. Like, let's just go out instead of going to get in our pee and going to bed and so um, here we are like in our teacher tire like I think Lisa had on a shacket yeah and I had on leggings and a blue jean top and Heather had on jeans and a sweater with her little Reebok and um, we walk up to this place and we walk we in the door cute, but not fancy right we looked, <laughs> we looked teacher cute yeah yeah <laughs> we walk in the door and we are first of all somebody holds the door open for us and we're greeted by these two ladies that are like hello would you like complimentary champagne and we look at each other like oh my gosh what is happening and everybody's dressed up fancy in the, yeah. in the lobby yes did we even ask them like are, are we okay yeah. are we dressed okay You're like you at meet that, the dress code at that point no, yes yes she did say that yes she was like well you meet the dress code and we're like okay 
So we take off this uh, up to this elevator, which by the way had three buttons. I'm sorry, four buttons. It said one, two, three, and 49. So <laughs> we hit 49, walk up, and guys, let me just tell you, we walk out to like the most fanciest place I have ever been. People are literally dressed up like the men are wearing suits and ties and women are dressed up. Some of them even had like full length ball gowns on, mm -hmm. like cocktails. And there's this man, I will never forget. There's a man <laughs> standing there when we get off the elevator. He looks at me up and down and goes, and laughs, laughs at my clothes. And so it was so... But you had to explain to him the situation. Yeah, well, of course I did. I'm like, we have no idea what we're getting into. And then I'm just like, we're teachers. Like, let's just be real honest, you know, because we're probably surrounded by like millionaires. <laughs> so we people pretending they are. <laughs> right, exactly. So we find this table because of course, you know, we don't have reservations, whatever. Find this table. The people like totally leave once we sit down beside them. They talked to Heather for a little while. <laughs> of course. They did invite they us did. there. <laughs> um, and so anyway, it was it it was funny. We just laughed like the whole night. Um, we had the most absolute delicious chocolate oh souffle. Goodness. It was heavenly. <laughs> I think we all dreamed about it that night. Um, and we just had the best time. And um, then after we finished our desserts, uh, we actually went up and got a, what was it? 360 degree view of like downtown Dallas. We took way too many photos. Heather made lots of friends with random <laughs> people. It was just definitely a night to remember. <laughs> and our waiter turned out to graduate from the same high school that I did much later than me. <laughs> so that was kind of funny. Um, yes. You know, just the connection that you made. So go West Whiskey Wranglers. We got us a, a fancy smancy waiter in downtown <laughs> Dallas. Um, but yeah, it was definitely like, I mean, obviously we don't live in downtown Dallas. We don't live the downtown Dallas life, but I didn't even know that it was there. No, not at all. <laughs> like, it's not something you hear people talk about when they talk about, you know, like they talk about going to Reunion Tower. Yeah. Um, and the restaurants up there. And, you know, like I know the kind of like, things that people like to do in Dallas, but yeah. I didn't know. And then he, you know, when he, he walked us up to where we were going to the observation deck, I guess is what you call it. Um, and explained to us that, you know, it was now a historical, you know, uh, building. Yes. And um, so it was really cool. And yeah. now I want to go back dressed more appropriately. <laughs> <laughs> yes, we even talked about, like, you know, if TCA is ever here again, we're going to get all fancy and maybe try to go one night. Or, um, like, even us coming back, like, for a girl's birthday party. Yeah. Or, you know, just something fun. And you talked about taking Preston, your daughter. and Yeah, I it, think she would really like it with her. Yeah, but it is definitely not a teacher attire place. But you know what? We rocked it and act like we owned it. Well, I, I sort of did. I was very uncomfortable. <laughs> <laughs> but it was so much fun. You just have to wonder what was going through some of their minds. Oh, absolutely. Because you know, obviously some of them are probably, sorry to be stereotypical, but... You know, like snobby-ish. Yes. And, you know, like, what are they what doing? What are they doing? Dressed like that. Um, yes. And then there was one, a couple of men that were kind of dressed more closely to us. And 
I they were standing at the bar kind of waiting for their spot and I'm, I'm wondering you know like did somebody tell them to go up there too or did, you know did they know because they weren't dressed like everybody else either and I could kind of see them out of the corner of my eye like trying to decide if they should sit at the little table because so it was a bar area but then they also had couches with little round tables and a chair across of it so he's kind of looking like should we go sit with them or not they don't they didn't but they would have probably had a lot more fun if exactly. they had exactly <laughs> we are a lot of fun we so are. at least that's what we tell ourselves yeah <laughs> so but you know what though it's nights like that where you end up in those awkward situations like that that you will always remember and so i'm just so thankful for those memories and that opportunity um that our district gives us every year to to be able to have this learning experience and this bonding experience and just truly invest in their teachers and values um, us continuing to learn. Um, and they don't have to do this. And they, they do every year. Um, and we're just really thankful for that. And I'm proud of our district that we have, you know, so many of us that are willing to give back and present because we had... Our, you know, Cody presented two different things, and then uh, we presented two sessions, and you and Heather presented about your, um, you know, your programs, and so I think people know who Roy City is. Yeah, you know? and just so little. I'm proud of us yeah. for, um, you know, the the district helping us build the confidence to do that and share our story. Yeah. Um, with other people and being willing to help other people as well. Yeah, yeah. So, you know, this little country town of Roy City, we, we, we've we definitely made a name for ourselves, which is exciting, so. Yeah, that, so the first, I think it, I don't know if it was the first session I was in, they were talking about the size of their district and it had like 70,000 kids. Oh my gosh. Compared to our 7,300, you know, and, but, we have just as much going on as they do. Yeah. So, um, and which then, is exciting. Yeah. Yeah. To know. So, well, we really appreciate you. I hope that you got some laughs out of today's bonus episode. I hope that you also learned some of the things that Lisa and I have taken away from TCEA. Um, be sure to check out the show notes because um, we will definitely add some pictures from our experience <laughs> last night. And if you really want to laugh, like look up the Monarch in Dallas <laughs> after you look at our pictures or before, either one. <laughs> but, um, we really appreciate you listening and TCA. We hope to see you next year and we'll see you soon. Angela, where can our guests find you in the Chrome squad on social media? You can find us on Twitter at Chrome underscore squad and also at our website, www.connectedforlearning.org. And where can our listeners find you, Lisa? Well, I post out on Twitter, everything school related, at RCHS underscore Pogue, P-O-G-U-E. And we are also have a hashtag this year for our teachers. So it's hashtag Team RCHS. You can use that and hopefully find some neat things that are going on here at Roy City High School. Thanks for tuning in to RC Teacher Talk a podcast for and about real teachers in the trenches hosted by Angela and Lisa, the learning technologies team at Roy city high school. If you're enjoying this podcast, subscribe, rate, and review us. Make sure to say nice things. Go Bulldogs. Bulldogs.